If you're sick of the mainstream sports outlets, well, so was I. So I started my own show. I'm Shane Larson, and this is the Game Time Guru. It's different than other talk shows. I'm providing a panoramic view on sports so you can see them through a different lens. So buckle up and let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome out to another episode of the Game Time Guru Podcast. Today, we're talking about the fall of ESPN Boise and how CBS Sports Radio took over and made their mark here in the Treasure Valley. We've got guest appearances from CC Hockley. He's my hockey expert here on the show. He's been on the show multiple times, and he did an awesome interview with Mike Prater, a local talk show host here in the Treasure Valley. Mike Prater's going to give his insight as well as a guest appearance from the DA show. It's Damon Amendolara himself and my interview that I had with him. So stay tuned and you'll hear that one as well as we talk about how CBS Sports has taken over in the Treasure Valley. Now guys, I'm Shane Larson, your host. You know me by now. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to talk about in today's episode are how you know ESPN Boise fell out of uh, out of Boise, essentially out of the Treasure Valley, and how CBS Sports kind of stepped up to the role and took over uh, for sports sports radio here in the Treasure Valley. Now, a couple of months ago, you might remember that I talked with Alex Gold. Okay, so Alex Gold, he was with Joey and Gold. It was the drive. He gave us his insight, his background, where he was from. Well, a few weeks after that interview, ESPN Boise actually, you know, was over. They they just kind of ended um, out of nowhere. It was kind of a surprise for all of us listeners. They just ended things. And Alex Gold went uh, to Houston, and he actually has his own show called The Gold Standard uh, that he hosts in Houston, Texas, which is awesome. He's had an amazing opportunity to showcase his skills in Houston, uh, and now. Joey, who was the other, you know, the other part of that duo, is still here in the in the valley with his wife doing a, a local show, Joey and Lauren, um, for the radio. Uh, but but Alex kept with the sports world and he went to Houston. And he has an awesome opportunity there, uh, working for SB Nation. So it's it's been really cool to see, you know, where he's gone. But it was really sad when they had to break that up because we loved ESPN Boise, we loved the shows that were on there, but ESPN Boise fell off and look at what happened. CBS Sports Radio stood up and they said, hey, we're going to fill this role. And that's exactly what's happened. Um, in the mornings, we get to hear some amazing um, amazing talk shows from DA, right? The DA show. And Damon Amendolara brings so many amazing insights. So a little bit later, you might get to hear my interview with him. Not not might, you will get to hear my interview with DA. It's a quick two-minute blurb of when I was able to speak with DA when he was here uh, it, uh he was traveling around Boise here to visit and, and watch the Boise State San Diego State football game. But first, what I want to start out with is an interview where CC Hockley, uh, my co-host here on the show, he's been on multiple episodes with me talking about not only hockey but other things as well. He's written for me on my website. Uh, he had the amazing opportunity to speak with Mr. Mike Prater. Now, if you guys uh, follow sports here in the Valley. Mike Prater wrote for the Idaho Statesman for such a long time. He's part of the Caves and Prater uh, sports talk show that is the local sports show here in the Valley in the afternoons. Uh, he's awesome. He brings in such great insight. He's been around the business for such a long time. So he's going to give his insight as to you know what happened with the, the whole ESPN Boise fallout and you know what's going on. And since he works in the radio business, he brings a different perspective to it. And that's the whole point of this show is to bring a different perspective of sports to everybody all of my listeners so i'm going to start off with that i hope you guys you know listen to this and and learn something as cc hockley takes the reins here on the show and you get to hear his interview with mike prater so i hope you guys enjoy it listen in 
This is CC Hockley here from the Game Time Guru. Uh, my guest for 27 years, he was the sports editor and columnist and reporter for the Idaho Statesman newspaper here in Boise. Since 1997, he's been a sports journalist and on-air personality for 93.1 FM, 1350 AM, KIT, KTIK, The Ticket. And he's been a constant presence, obviously, here in the Treasure Valley for sports reporting and opinions. It's a pleasure to introduce and have him on behalf of the Game Time Guru, Mr. Mike Prater. How are you doing, sir? You did your homework. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So first question, how long has KTIK been affiliated with CBS Sports Radio? Ooh, they switched over from CBS. I don't remember the exact year. I could probably go back and find that for you. But we've been CBS for eight to 10 years. I leave all that kind of stuff up to JP. He's the glue guy that handles it here. But, you know, it was a very controversial decision at the time. We grew up on the backs of ESPN. It was very important. Obviously, the ESPN brand is a very strong brand, but it came down to a business decision. And, uh, you know, they, they they like money and we like money and everybody likes money. And we ended up with CBS. And it's been a great marriage with CBS. We love CBS Sports. We love the shows that start before us. We love the shows that go in after us. We love the overnight shows. It's working out really well. So uh, if you're going to lose the, CB or the, the ESPN brand, picking up the CBS brand was a pretty nice coup for us. Yeah, I definitely know that they've grown a lot um, just within the past eight or ten years nationally, uh, let alone locally and everything with KTIK and everything. Plus, it, plus it also gives us access to Jim Rome. You know, it'd be it'd be um, a miss on my part to not mention Jim Rome, who's you know he's the king of sports talk radio. Jim Rome will always be with us at, at one point or another as long as we can handle it. Um, we're one of the original affiliates dating back 20, 25 years for Jim Rome, and he's a very important part of our family. Of course, so. You mentioned ESPN and how KTIK did the did the switch over and everything. They got resurrected by Impact Radio Group, yep. so they brought back ESPN Boise. Um, when they came into the market again six years ago, uh, how was the feeling here around the office uh, with the ticket and Cumulus Media as a whole? Competition, bring it on. You know, we're in the sports business, so uh, I love competition. I don't know what the business guys over here say um, on the other side of the room, but uh, I love the competition. We've had competition um, over the years from different radio stations, but ESPN came with the most credible competition. Uh, when Johnny and Mike had things going on over there, uh, they, they were, uh, they were actually getting some ratings and doing a nice job. I love both those guys. They were both great guys. Uh, we still continue to have conversations and, and relationships with both those guys. I know Johnny's in Oregon doing his show now. Mike is part of us right now, but, um, we loved it. And at one point there was five Five local radio shows in Boise, Idaho per day. That's ridiculous. When we first started, uh, when Caves and I first started, I mean, Caves goes way back to the Larry Pulaski days, but when I first started in the mid to late 1990s, how the heck do you possibly put, by the way, can I swear on this podcast? <laughs> Within reason, sure. Within reason, okay. Uh, I'll, keep, I, I'll, I'll keep it clean. But we thought, how in the hell do you... <laughs> do live radio, sports talk radio in Boise, Idaho, where there's really just one thing, Boise State football. We all know this is a Boise State football town, but right about that same time, the, the, the Steelheads came into play, the Stampede came into play, the Boise Hawks were still here and still thriving. So you can't always rely on those minor league sports. It's got to go deeper than that because I'm not sure people really want to hear about the X's and O's of minor league sports. But Boise State football has always been a constant. And for some reason, we've been able to scratch out a consistent sports talk radio uh, show in a town that – really doesn't thrive on sports all that much. It's growing, it's continuing to grow, and it's it's a pretty good deal. But when there were five talk shows per day in Boise, Idaho, that kind of blew my mind and made me very proud that those guys were over there doing their thing. They were being successful. We had morning shows, we had afternoon shows. 
they made a move, we made a move. Um, it was great competitorship. We loved those guys. It was a good competition. There was never any hatred. But at the end of the day, we're glad that we beat them up pretty good. Yeah, and, and I mean, you segued perfectly into my next question. You know, the relationships over with the ESPN guys, you know, the the Johnny Mallory, Mike Christensen coach, Coach Mike, um, Alex Gold, Joey Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever get to know Alex and Joey during their time uh, hosting the drive? I did, not a lot. You know, we'd run into circles uh, mostly through, well, always through work. Um, great guys, love those guys. And uh, and uh, Alex has rebounded with a nice national show with SB Nation. Uh, we know Joey's got a nice local show here, which I think has got a chance to make it. It's uh, Feel Good Radio, and this is a Feel Good Radio town. And, you know, I've been able to listen to their show a couple of times in the morning as I'm driving into work, and there's a niche for that in this town. But uh, there's also a niche for sports. So, yeah, we've kept a relationship with those guys. Um, Mike uh, joins us now on Fridays for Pro Football this weekend, and we review uh, football, pro football, and take advantage of his background and his NFL ties. Johnny, keep in touch with him mostly through social media. I used to go to Stampede basketball games with Johnny, and we'd sit at the baseline and drink a beer and watch a little hoops and uh, tell some stories. Love Johnny and hope all is well with Johnny as well. But um, yeah, all, all those guys were great guys and loved them. Um, we just wanted to uh, to be better than them, and uh, they drove us every single day. Our production meetings, especially when I came over here full time 16 months ago, um, our our production meetings were all about trying to you know one-up them, trying to do better than them. And it was nothing more than just competition. And uh, I wish they would have stuck around. Again, it goes back to what I'm saying. I'm not sure how much sports talk radio this town and this market can support, but they did. They pulled it off for a while, and it just didn't work. Speaking of ESPN Boise and it not working, uh, they they closed rather suddenly. They they kind of shuttered the doors on June 8th. You know, um, Joey Jenkins, Alex Gold both both put tweets out on Twitter saying, you know, hey, this is our last day. You know, they they it was very sudden it seemed. But did you, I mean, being in the radio world, had you heard any rumblings that they were not doing well before June 8th? We had heard about three days before they made the announcement that they were going to make the announcement in, in two or three days. So we had two or three days worth of heads up. Um, we didn't follow up on it. I'm not sure we ever called to confirm it. Uh, we just started hearing some rumors that they were – we had heard rumors that they were struggling and they um, may not be around for the next football season. Um, again, it's just a business. It's so hard um, to capitalize on that business. Um, the one thing that they didn't have is a lot of institutional knowledge, and that's what we're really, really proud of here. Jeff Caves has been in this market for 40 years, a uh, former Boise State football player from the 80s. I've been in this market since December of 1989. I uh, started covering Boise State football in 1994. You know, and those guys as talented and as young and as bright as their futures are, they didn't have that. So they walked in on the first day on the job without a lot of institutional knowledge. Uh, A caller can call up on our show or we can do a segment off the top of our head, Boise State football, 1997, Houston nut, bang, bang, bang. You know, they couldn't do that. They could go other directions and they did go other directions and it worked for them at times. But the bottom line is this is a Boise State football town and everything has to start with Boise State football. I believe we can surround it with niches. We love the Steelheads, we love the Hawks, we love Boise State basketball, but um, it is all about Boise State football, and I just think the institutional knowledge that those two guys had put them behind the eight ball right off the bat. Do you know why Impact Radio Group decided to go with, a, I know obviously you're here with KTIK and everything, but do you know why they decided to go with a alternative rock station when you've got you know places like the X and, and the new 96.5, the alternative and everything? Any, any idea why they did that? I like the alternative. It's my kind of music. <laughs> Although I did question, I was listening when they signed off the air and went straight to music. I think they did some kind of cover of Thriller. 
as their first song, which I found to be very, very odd. Hmm. But um, I don't. I, you'd have to ask them that. Uh, they are clearly going after the X. The X is uh, a beast in this market right now, especially coming off of very strong ratings. I love uh, Nick and Big J and what those guys do over there. Listen to the X as much as I possibly can, especially when we're not in the football season. Um, so they do a good job. They're the kings of the hill right now, and maybe they're just trying to come after them a little bit. Maybe it's more of that competition. Uh, I know Daryl and those impact guys like to uh, poke the bear. They like to compete, and they like to get after it, and they've done a pretty nice job of it. Kind of to shift the focus back here to, to KTIK and, and CBS Sports Radio, um, just recently, just in early October of this year, CBS brought Damon Amendolara. They brought Sean Mraz. Um and they they brought these two big morning you know nationally syndicated radio hosts to Boise Idaho and and you guys showed them around and you know took them to the football game and everything and I mean that's that's a big get especially since you know technically you don't necessarily have any competition from ESPN Boise anymore I mean how do you feel about how KTIK and the CBS Sports Network both stepped up since ESPN Boise has folded. I love it. I'm very proud of what's going on in this building right now, and I was very proud to, to get uh, D.A. and Mraz out here. You know, it all started with one caller on, on D.A.'s show, uh, a loyal listener to, to the KTIK show here, um, and we interact with this guy all the time on social media, and and um, it kind of started off as an idea on the radio, and uh, at the, in the beginning, it wasn't a very good idea, but um, uh, through the cooperation and effort of our sales group and our business people, and working with DA and, and his bosses at CBS Radio, uh, we put together a heck of a plan. And um, it came together like I, I'd never seen something like that before in this business. I'm fairly new to this business. I'm more of a newspaper guy. But to see what they put together, the business plan, the sponsors, the local businesses, the itinerary, the schedule, and it worked out unbelievable. When they showed up at – they showed up on a Friday morning to do their show at 7 o'clock Boise time. When they showed up about 6.30, there were people waiting in line for them at the Bronco shop at Albertson Stadium. There was a guy waiting in line for them with beer, potatoes, food, <laughs> before they even went on the air at 6.30 in the morning on a Friday. And um, that afternoon, they went to lunch at uh, a sandwich shop, Witch Witch in Meridian. And for two and a half hours, there was at least 25 people in line. It blew us away. The DA show's ratings aren't overly strong in Boise. They're, they're good, but they're not overly dominating. So we were worried and, and somewhat curious about how it would turn out. Um, it's a morning show. Um, you know, it's, they don't spend a lot of time talking about our talking points in Boise State football. Uh, we knew that there was some love and we knew that there was some connection there. But we had no idea that 25 people for two and a half hours or that line would be two, 25 people deep for two and a half hours. They're they're. Um, they had to show up at a, the Idaho Pizza Company for our show at three o'clock, and they were three and a half or thirty minutes late because DA didn't want to leave anybody hanging in line, and it just kind of blew us away. We had over 100 people waiting for us at the Pizza Company. Uh, we took them to dinner at the Stagecoach that night, and there were people walking in and out the building all night long. Um, I was the one that was elected to take them drinking downtown after dinner. I don't know why they picked me. Um, took them to a, a local drinking establishment. Mraz was a hit. The doorman knew exactly who he was letting in and cornered him and talked to him for a while. Then they went to the football game and, and had a blast at the at the tailgate. I think this market surprised me, 
and uh, I was very impressed and very honored to be a part of this market and the way they responded. So our business and our building and our, our leaders in this office did a fantastic job of putting it together, but the fans did an even better job of showing up, supporting, showing love, and showing what I've often, you know, I've often debated whether this is a sports town. For that weekend, this was a sports town. Yeah. Well, this will be the last question um, for me, and it, it, it involves non-traditional media. You know, the Game Time Guru, it's a podcast, you know, definitely non-traditional media. I work for the Sinbin. We've got correspondents all over North America covering minor league hockey at all three levels, AHL, ECHL, and SPHL. You left the Idaho Statesman in 2017. Um, we've spoken about them no longer covering, covering the Steelheads on a consistent basis. What do you think the future holds for non-traditional sports media outlets like the ones I just mentioned, picking up the mantle where traditional media is pulling out? Unfortunately, they're going to have to do it on their own. You know, they're going to have to create content on their own. They're going to have to create game information, promotions, features about players. Um, when I was at the, at the Statesman as a sports editor, we always covered the Steelheads. But the numbers weren't always there. You know, in this day of an age of technology, you can chart, you can put a story out there about anything. And within 30 seconds, you're going to see real live analytics that tells me that 18 people are reading the story right now for 33 seconds. So you can narrow it down to really finite details. Nobody just reads that kind of stuff. Nobody goes to the Steelheads, the Stampede, the Boise Hawks to find out. Um, let me take that back. Very few people go to the minor league sports to see winning and losing. They go for entertainment. They go for other reasons. They go for family reasons. They go because they want to see a player here or a player there. But I don't think that there's a, a large majority of fans that are tied up and interested in wins and losses and running to the newspaper the next morning to read about what happened last night, which growing up, and you're a younger guy, but growing up, that was always the number one thing for me before there was internet, before there was all this stuff. I couldn't wait to watch a sporting event on a Friday night and wake up on a Saturday morning and read about it. Or in my case, I wrote about it. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's changed, obviously, dramatically. And I understand why the, the statesmen had to dump the steelheads. I wish they could continue to do it in a different way, telling features, promoting athletes, uh, get diving into minor league hockey issues, exploring the connection between uh, Seattle and uh, a potential development agreement between uh, the Steelheads and the AHL. A lot of different issues you can have out there. You don't have to cover every game, but if you come out and cover them every homestand with a different kind of story, I think that that can be done. And um, unfortunately, the resources aren't there. So to answer your question, the Steelheads are going to have to provide those resources on their website. They're going to have to rely on guys like you. Um, I love non-traditional media. I love podcasts. I love having so much information available to me right now that I've never had before. Yeah, it's wonderful. And it sucks that I can't wake up in the morning and, and read a newspaper that's loaded with information like it was 20 years ago. But as an information guy, I have it at my hands now 24-7, and I love it. Hardcore sports fans love it. Social media podcast, blogs, video, anything and everything I can get my hand on. My favorite sports teams, my favorite sports, college football, Boise State, anything that I'm attracted to, I jump into and there's more information available. So for consumers, it's phenomenal. For guys like you who are trying to uh, find your niche in the market and, and in the business, it's phenomenal. I love it. It's giving more opportunity to more people, providing more information. Unfortunately, a lot of the burden to get the word out is now falling on these other teams to provide their own content. Once again, that was Mike Prater from KTIK, The Ticket. 
radio horse, radio horse, (laughs) radio host and sports personality extraordinaire. Mike, thank you for your time. And thanks for, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the, the game time guru. Thanks what you and Shane do. You guys do a good job. I like to listen to your product and, uh, um, you and I first had a chance to meet just uh, last week, and uh, I didn't realize the, the hockey connection. I'm a hockey guy. I love the hockey. I love the Steelheads. Um, you know, I grew up, uh, my son played 13 years of youth hockey. As a matter of fact, he was on the first team that played the first game at Idaho Ice World when it was the rink in the parking lot before they even opened up the building. And um, that was 1997 when the Steelheads were here. I went to the first Steelheads game, very much into it, loved the NHL, loved the fact that Boise, Idaho is about to have – NHL hockey in Seattle and Las Vegas when we didn't have anywhere near nothing like that two years ago it's going to be phenomenal but uh, again thanks for what you guys do and keep up the good work yeah and hopefully we'll get an NHL club here soon we'll, we can talk about that later <laughs> I, w- I would love for that to happen make it happen I'm putting you in charge of me in charge I, I okay I'll make it happen <laughs> once again thank you Mike appreciate it thanks guys good job so you guys just got to hear CC Hockley at his best. Uh, CC does a great job uh, when he does his interviews. Every time I have him with me, it's always this good, you know, rapport that we have because CC makes things so comfortable. When you're in this business uh, and you're part of a non-traditional media market, like CC mentioned earlier in his interview with Mike, we're not part of the big name markets, right? We we haven't made a name for ourselves yet. We're trying to do so that's what we're doing with this show and that's what we're doing as we continue on in this game and it's not always easy to just conduct an interview it's a skill set that is acquired over time as you do more and more and more of these things and you you talk to different people within the industry and different sports figures and whatever your your show is about but CC has gotten so good at interviewing, you could just see it was flawless. Uh, his interview with Mike Prater was phenomenal, and I appreciate him taking the time to do that here for the show. Um, he's always been an amazing co-host with me. He's contributed to the show, he's contributed to the website, and he's making a name for himself in the hockey world, so it's awesome. So I really appreciate that. Now, going back to the content that CC and Mike discussed, it was about, you know, we're, we're talking about how the market is so hard, and for us... ESPN, man, it was so tough for for me because for a while there, we had some great shows. Like Jay Tuss had a show in the morning. Um, It was like the press box or something. It was amazing. Uh, And that that didn't last. And, you know, you had Ian Johnson on on the, the radio show in the morning. And that show was pretty good. And that didn't last. And then, and then you had, you know, Alex Gold and, and Joey. So it was Joey and Gold, The Drive. That show was awesome as well. It just, there wasn't, it was so hard to compete with people like, you know, Caves and Prater who have made their mark here in the Valley for so long, right? So it's such a competitive market when you have multiple sports outlets here in the Valley. It's just so difficult to compete because you have to find ways to, you know, market to the same people, but make it interesting and try to pull listeners from one side to the other. And when you're, you know, on the radio, at the same time as a different show that's in the same exact city, the same valley, it is extremely difficult. And unfortunately, you know, ESPN Boise fell, and that was kind of sad. We were we were we were upset to see that ESPN's affiliation kind of t- went away. But like we said before, CBS stepped up to the role, and I have been more than pleased with CBS's role. Uh, that they've taken and you know the shows they've brought into the valley for sports fans a lot of people don't listen to sports talk but for me that's all I listen to because I don't care about the radio I don't care about music but I listen to sports talk radio I love listening to sports I could just sit there and let it go in the background and that's that's what I like to listen to that's what I talk about during the day it takes me away from the real world for a minute you know what I mean and that's why I do the show so 
in the mornings, one of my favorite shows, like I said, is Damon and Mindelara's The DA Show. Okay, they're all the way out in New York City. Well, DA came here with Mraz, and they came to Boise, and they were coming to a Boise State-San Diego State football game back in October, and they were making their little tour out here because they've made a mark here in Boise, and everybody loves them. They're gaining so many what they call D-Aliens. Uh, that's what we are. They're fans. So we're part of the D-Aliens. And what was awesome is when they announced that they were coming back here to you know go watch a game on the Blue Turf, which, by the way, happened to be the worst Boise State football game I think I've ever actually been to. Um, I've never witnessed a worse game than that, I don't think, uh, personally. Anyways, they happened to come out here. They wanted to witness a game on the Blue Turf, uh, take their tour, go to different places, you know, speak with Caves and Prater on their show, uh, do a lot of things here, right, in the Valley, and just kind of make their mark. They were here for a few days. I sent a tweet, like on Twitter, right? I, I tweeted at DA. And I said, hey, we should get together for a show, or what would it take for me to get, get on your show? Anyways, he he agreed to doing an interview with me. Um, and it was awesome. He tweeted back at me and said, you know, sure, we'll, we'll do it. And so when they came here, they were over at Witch Witch, which is a sandwich place. And while we were there, the line was huge. Okay. The line was just so long. They got there right about lunch. You know, I took my lunch uh, at work so I could go over there and talk with them. Um, and I brought my, my phone with me and I didn't have much time. I ended up getting a two minute interview with DA, but that was perfect for me because I got to be with one of the best in the business for two minutes on air with him um, and just ask him a few questions. And I think it's fitting because right now we're going into the college football playoff uh, and we talked a little bit about Alabama football as well as, you know, quarterbacks in the history of the NFL and and the best ones. So I'm going to show you guys the quick interview I did with Damon Amendolara, who has made his mark in the Treasure Valley all the way from New York City. And it's just a proof, you know, that the D-Aliens are real out here. We're growing. We have a, they have a fan base, and CBS did a great job stepping in uh, for the, the the absence of ESPN, uh, ESPN Boise. So uh, I'm going to show you that clip right now. It's my honor to speak with Damon Amendolara. Check it out. What's going on, everybody? Shane Larson here from the Game Time Guru Podcast. I'm joined by DA, yes, Damon Amendolara from the DA Show. He's here in Boise, Idaho. I have a couple of questions for you, DA. So first, thank you for joining me. Man, my pleasure. This is really cool. What an awesome day so far. We did the show out at Albertson Stadium. We had listeners there at like 6 a.m. in the pitch black. We got a line of people here waiting for T-shirts and stuff. This is just the coolest thing. Oh man, see, we we love you. The aliens are real here in Boise, so that, that's for sure. So, question for you: We got to start with college football. I want to know your opinion on who is the team that can actually match with the powerhouse Alabama. I like Georgia, and I like Georgia because they're built like Alabama, where they've got a strong defense, a lot of athletes. They run the football well, and now, just like Alabama with Tua. They can stretch the field as well at quarterback, and they're not scared of Alabama because they just played them in the national championship game and probably should have beat them and had a lead. I think they're the best challenger to Alabama, but don't be surprised if they're both undefeated going to the SEC title game. One loses. They might both get into the playoff anyway, but I think Ohio State's really good. Clemson's really good. I think Georgia could stand toe-to-toe with Bama. I love it. In the NFL, top three quarterbacks of all time. We're going to go on a history lesson real quick because you know your stuff. So I'm a Montana guy that gets me killed a lot of places. I go Montana one, Brady two, Unitas three. The reason is people say, oh, five rings, five rings for, for, Mont- uh, for Brady. True, but Montana was flawless in four Super Bowls. He never made a mistake. He never threw an interception, didn't lose a fumble, no safeties, won every one of those games. Brady has been to more. Brady has won five. 
but Brady has also had bad games. Yes. He had two bad games against the Giants. The greatest offense of all time is arguably the 07 Patriots. They scored 14 points when it mattered most with an undefeated season on the line. He took a safety with intentional grounding in 11 against the Giants. And, you know, he's great. But I just feel like if you were going to be perfect at that level, I got to put you one. Montana one, Brady two, United three. I appreciate your time, DA. Thank you so much. I'll let you get back to the line and get everything going. Thank you so much for your time. I hope you enjoy your time in Boise. My pleasure, man. This is awesome to all the DA aliens out there in Boise. You guys have repped hard. I'm so thrilled to be out here. I can't wait for blue turf. Fear the blue. I was out there earlier today on the turf. That was awesome. And I feel like it's going to be almost a sellout, maybe a sellout tomorrow. And uh, bring the wood, lay the lumber on San Diego State, and let's, uh, let's get a Boise State win here. So that was the interview I had with DA. What an honor it was to be able to speak with him in person. I got a picture with him and everything. Um, that was really, really cool for me. For any sports talk fan, you know, whenever you get to meet people that are in that same business, they're kind of doing what you want to do for their career. Um, it's it's just an honor and it's a privilege. So I had that opportunity to speak with him. Obviously, you know, it almost came down to exactly what he said. You know, the Georgia-Alabama game, one of them loses. They almost both got in, just like he said was possible, you know, and then obviously had Clemson up there. And and he, he was spot on. This was back in October, the beginning of October when he, when he was talking about that. So it was cool to hear his insight, especially about, you know, the history lesson on quarterbacks as well. So DA is bringing an immense amount of knowledge um, and his fan base is growing out here in the Treasure Valley. Once again, props to CBS Sports Radio for taking that absence of ESPN Boise and kind of filling that role and, and filling in the gaps, and they have done an amazing job. Amazing job, and we want to give props to them. Again, I want to thank CC Hockley, Mike Prater, and Damon Amendolara for joining us here on the show. If you guys haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to my newsletter, gtgnewsletter.com. Again, that's gtgnewsletter.com. Sign up for the the newsletter, find out more about the guests, get more information from them. And hey, if you haven't checked out CC Hockley, go check out his work, the sinbin.net. That's where he's writing about the Idaho Steelheads. He's covering the ECHL. Uh, He does it in an amazing way, and he hosts a podcast there as well. CC's the man. I owe a lot to him. You know, he he is a big reason why this show is still going and why it's continuing to grow at the rate that it is. So, guys, check it out. I appreciate you guys listening in, and you know the drill. We'll talk to you next week. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars, and leave me a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.